home. Go home. Go home. All right, and welcome to the Go Home Show, episode six. I'm Eric Bedour, alongside my best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. We had a long debate on if this was going to be episode six or episode seven, because the last one we put up was the paper review show. Which was good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought it was something different. It made me watch a pay-per-view I would have otherwise never watched. Exactly, which is what uh, we were hoping for for most of you guys, too. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? We got some really cool feedback from a lot of people. We really did. We did get some feedback that was late, though. But, yes. Um, sorry, we didn't read everyone's. If you guys sent it late, we couldn't go back and record another podcast. That would be outlandish. Uh, yeah, pretty ridiculous. But, hey, Brian, if you missed any of your previous podcasts, Brian, have you missed all of our podcasts I so have. Far? Well, let me tell you. You can get them all in one cool, cool place. You know what that place is? Oh, yes. iTunes. Thank, iTunes. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Uh, thank, thank you, the Waz. Steve, thanks to the Waz. Thanks to the Jobs <laughs> and the Waz for putting together a podcast center where uh, fellow podcasters can podcast out to the masses. We can talk about uh, video games or cars or what else do people talk about on podcasts? Uh, Wrestling, chicks. chicks. Uh, DMT. D- really? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that like Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah. I like that we were both on that. Yeah. Um, Mario's. Mar- Mario's. Yeah. Like more than one. Yeah. Well, they're Mario Brothers. Mm. Uh, so these are all things. If you guys, uh, if if at any point you think, well, I don't know, I want to listen to the Go Home Show, which you should never fucking think. Listen to me. Never listen. Listen. Open your fucking ears. Never ever think that. But if the odd <laughs> chance you do, you can listen to podcasts about butts yep. or car tires. <laughs> Or how to how to make a light bulb, or uh, somebody's story from like the Midwest. Yeah, you know, just NPR type stuff. There you go. So uh, the Go Home Show on iTunes, you can find us. There was another Go Home Show on iTunes. I think they've stopped making shows. Yes. So we are the true champions. Yes, we are of the Go Home Show. We are the true Go Home Showers. That's mm-hmm. not what we're calling ourselves. The true the Go Home Showers. The one victorious podcast called the Go Home Show. Uh, you can tell that it's us because it's um, it's art from Keith. I think Rabbite is how you say his name. Yeah. He is from Ireland. We've met him. He's very, very cool nice, artist. Very nice fellow. He uh, he drew this art where Brian looks fantastic and mustachioed, mm-hmm. and I look like a rat monster with a mustache. I love it. So I love that picture. You can check it out. Also, want to say thanks to uh, Aaron Bartholomew, who is the guy who you, was Aaron. in charge of uh, the Mega64.com website redesign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helped us with this podcast, helped us get the RSS feed going, the XML stuff, get it all together so iTunes yep. can go, yeah, that, that is a real podcast. Because if Aaron was not around to do this, I would mm, have killed myself. I have no idea my how to do that. My own hand. I would have killed myself by my own hand. I have no patience for computers. <laughs> no, none. Fucking none. Yeah, I've seen it. It's bad. It's bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of takes me in this next thing. We, uh, I just got back from GDC. I Yay. was that is the out of town place I was. I was there with Mega Sixty Four, doing Game Developers Conference stuff. We filmed yes. a video with Ken Kutaragi. You guys can check out on uh, Mega64.com or YouTube.com/Mega64. Uh, it's a video called Kutaragi's Way. Ken Kutaragi is the inventor of the PlayStation. He invented it as a companion to the SNES. And then Ninten- <sighs> Nintendo's like, no, we're going to do like some backroom dealings and try to get Phillips to do it cheaper or something. And so Ken Kutaragi, Ken Kutaragi said, what the fuck this shit? I'm going to make my own goddamn system. And then he did. And then he made a short film about it. And as, it's really factual. Yeah, it's extremely factual and extremely on VHS. Yes. So uh, Widescreen VHS. An interesting thing from that is that <laughs> it looks all HD except for the VHS stuff on top. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Something interesting that happened is that we shot this stuff while we were up there, and then mm-hmm. we, had, we had to edit it, and then we brought a VCR to San Francisco and had to run it through. Oh, my God. We had to put it on a DVD to burn from DVD to VHS, which, hey, I don't know if you know this. Nobody fucking does that. Why would you ever take a DVD and burn it to VHS? Nobody would do that. So we did, except it didn't work for, like, four hours. Oh, great. No joke, four hours. And you guys can see more about this in the uh, Mega64 behind-the-scenes uh, Kudaragi's Way video coming out next week. Uh Four hours in a hotel room watching fucking terrible movies trying to get this stuff to work. I I have so much respect for Rocco for not just taking his laptop and throwing it out a window because I would have done it within 15 minutes. Oh, my God. I I cannot believe that it took as long as it did. Wow. But, again, you guys can check out that video once it goes up next week. Um, Kudaragi's way behind the scenes. You can see all of us uh, sitting in a hotel room as we try to figure out how to get a DVD onto VHS. 
Ta-da. <laughs> I don't, so that's yeah. what I did. That's what I did the last week. How was your last week, Brian? It, it was good. I played uh, I played South Park a lot. Yeah. And then I watched uh, the network while I wasn't doing that, or while I was. Yeah. Yep. How did you have you have you been liking WWE Network? I love it yeah. so much. I, I there's one thing that I do have a complaint about mm-hmm. on the phone and on the iPad. Mm-hmm. There's a bottom there. Uh, there's like four rows. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, there's only two. Mm-hmm. And it's what's live, mm-hmm. the shows, and then like featured mm-hmm. on the iPad and the iPhone. I don't know if it's on the uh, website too. There's one more that's recommended. Okay. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, why don't they have... That's what I'm saying. On the PlayStation one, there is no bottom row that says recommended because it's it changes and it's different based on what you've been watching. And that would be... that's. A, I uh, would love to have a recommended. Yeah. Oh, hey, you liked No Way Out 2003? Yeah. Then, hey, you might like... Uh, Another shitty paper. Yeah. You, <laughs> you might really like Fatal 4-Way from 2012. Really? Might I? Okay. Uh, but I like that because, honestly, I found a lot of stuff through Netflix because mm-hmm. of that and, mm-hmm. and things like that. My other complaint with – because I only really watch it on my PS3. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm out and about, like if I'm at the studio and I'm trying to kill time, I'll watch it on a laptop or on my phone. Right. And generally that's only like live streaming. But I yeah. like the search function is better yeah. uh, on everything else except the PlayStation. Yes. Uh, like, hey, I just wanted to watch – I wanted to watch Owen Hart versus Bret Hart from WrestleMania 10, Ooh. which is a great match. Yes. If you guys have not seen that, that's a match that I just watched. I hadn't seen that in a really long time. Great match. Great, 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 great match. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted – I just searched Owen Hart, and I'm like, just take me right there. Take mm-hmm. me to that match. Mm-hmm. It was like Owen Hart versus Triple H from 1998. No, I don't want that. And, and, like, hey, all – there are probably, like, only six matches that it lists, but it's the beginning and end of those matches and then nothing else. Like, the, the search feature stops. Also, it spoils all those matches. Yes, it does. It's like Owen Hart pins Triple H. It, whatever, and then the next one is the beginning of that match. So the first result is a spoiler for the next result. Why would you do that? That that's honestly probably my biggest complaint about the whole thing. Yeah, uh, honestly, for something that works as well as it does in HD, yeah, it looks great. It does. Oh uh, my god. I, I only have a few minor little complaints like. Oh that. yeah, I I rarely search stuff on there, but um, me too. But I there are occasionally things where I'm like, I do want to watch that from WrestleMania 10. Yeah. But I just wanted you to take me straight to it. Yes. So hopefully they keep building on that. I'm excited for WrestleMania. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's in two weeks and Mm -hmm. being able to watch that. I think me and Brian are going to be watching that uh, by ourselves. I don't think I'm going to be coming to the podcast. No, I'm not. I'm not planning on it. I want to watch it live. Hey, Garrett, who's probably listening to this, uh, you know a secret (sighs) because I'm not going to be there. Yes. I'm going to be watching it uh, probably at Brian's house. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, or we can watch it on his surround sound when he's not home. My internet's terrible. Oh, right. You want to chance that? You want to roll the dice on AT&T DSL? No. AT&T dick sucking lips? Fuck AT&T. Bring it here. Bring it to my house. <laughs> That's what Eric yelled at the Cox cable workers on on his street. I totally when forgot about he wanted them to bring the internet to his house. I just this is all I think. Imagine being a Cox worker and you're just laying down some cables and some lines and you're just minding your own business and you just hear, "Bring it here." What? And then like 20 minutes later when he comes back from getting a burrito, "Bring it to my house." And they don't, but they don't bring it to my house. They bring it to the house above me and below me. Fuck them. Assholes. Stupid. So I wish I had better internet, internet, so that way I can watch the WWE Network, which brings us to our first event. Brian, did you watch NXT this week? I did. Hey, 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 all right. I love NXT. Me too. It's a lot of fun. I'm really liking it. WWE production on Mm -hmm. a smaller scale. My complaint with NXT is that there are a lot of squash matches. There are. I I get that they're just introducing characters. I also wish it was a longer show. Um, yes, it should be. It should at least be an hour, hour and a half. half. I, I agree. Um, just to have some things kind of breathe. But yeah. I guess if you're not really taking commercial breaks or anything, then whatever. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, no big deal. So our first match was uh, Mojo Rally against. Do you remember his <laughs> opponent's name? Uh, no. Bull Dempsey. Uh, I was really pulling for Bull Dempsey in this one. Uh, in a shocking upset, Mojo Rally takes it. Yeah. Can you believe it? Hey. Rob Gronkowski in the audience was. The, yeah, he was real excited. He was. Hey, Rob Gronkowski is kind of what I wish more athletes were like because he's fucking weird. The Gron or what do they, what do they the keep gron- calling him? Yeah, Kronk. The Gronk. He's, uh, he's just kind of a strange guy, and uh-huh. he was there. I think they used to play football together. Yeah, I think that's when they the went reason. to college together. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the reason. Mm-hmm. But pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Why not? Hey, why not? Hey, you know what? WWE loves celebrity little tie-ins, yeah. whatever. Nothing to this match. Mm-mm. I mean, it was like, I don't get hyped. I stay hyped. 
I don't start to care. I never care. <laughs> I don't care about Mojarelli at I, all. I thought it, I, I, I love the energy he brings, but then I just feel like it's the ultimate warrior. I don't care. Yeah, it, that's exactly oh, how oh, I feel. It's like okay, well, if you're just always at that one level, then it doesn't matter that you're a notch above everybody else yep. because you go nowhere. Yep, it, you have. You are you start in fourth gear and you end in fourth gear. You can't tell a story in the ring. No. You, but hey, you know what? Maybe not everyone has to, and maybe you just have a guy who comes out and beats him up. Whatever. What did they keep trying to say? He's like an old school wrestler. The commentators kept trying to, or was that for the next match? I think uh, that might have been for the next one because I didn't. Okay. I don't know. I didn't really. Uh, it was just silly. Like I don't. I don't get Mojo Rally at all. He's I, not for me. But yeah. whatever. Uh, the next match was Tyler Breeze, who has the best entrance so, in uh, in NXT, who honestly probably in WWE too. I yeah. love his entrance. His entrance is fun. I, I love that he is billed as like fr- his summer residence in Milan, Italy, or his winter residence in Rio de Janeiro. Still great. Always. Always makes me smile. Always makes me laugh. Great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I love that he has nicknames like the Sultan of Selfies and the Prince <laughs> Prince Pretty. Prince Pretty to me is like, oh, what? you want you want the audience to fucking hate Prince this guy. Prince Pretty. The uh, like man, the audience is gonna fucking hate a guy named Prince Pretty. But I love him. Oh, me too. I love He's his great. boots. So um, yeah, he has cool boots, and I also like that William Regal always talks about what animal fur yes like his, his waistcoat is made of <laughs> it's always like chinchilla or alpaca or alpaca or i something. i love william regal i wish he was on there every week yeah, he's fun uh they change out their commentators a lot they really like, they have they always have like a second or th- like they always have like a third or fourth commentator mm-hmm. that are just kind of like mm, now we're gonna have tensai yeah his name is jason albert now i guess eh. uh now we're gonna have <laughs> renee and now we're gonna have william regal now yeah, we're we'll, gonna have renee and william regal we'll, we'll, we'll get back to renee and william regal yeah. when that match comes up but man Got some, I got some stuff to say about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right before this match started, Corey Graves comes out mm-hmm. and beats up Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn acts hurt or is hurt. I shouldn't yeah. say acts hurt. Uh, Sami Zayn is hurt. I'm kind of, I guess I'm not playing along with that one, am I? Uh, <laughs> stay down. Sa- Sami Zayn. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Sami Zayn is hurt, and the match does not get underway. So, I guess Tyler Breeze wins by default. Yay! First victory on WWE Network. Congratulations, Tyler Breeze. Yep. Um, after that, Adam Rose takes on Camacho. Adam Rose has a different theme song, sort of. They yeah. just, like, plastered it on top of the other theme song because he kept singing the lyrics to World Goes Wild. Woo! And now it's some other thing. Uh-huh. And instead of woo, it's hey. So, he kept mouthing it because they tape all these, like, I think they tape, like, four in a row. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh... So he's singing it, but it's not the lyrics to the song. <laughs> hey, Internet, his song is different. Do you guys still like him, or are we, are we mad? I don't know how we feel. Uh, I don't care. He takes on Camacho. I like Camacho more than I like Adam Rose. Yeah. I like Camacho a lot. I think Camacho put him in actual gear. Yes. I don't get his gimmick before was that he was with Hunico, and they were like right. cholos. Now he's just a guy who wears dickies. I don't get it. Uh, I really like the – I really like the – the kind of like little combinations that Camacho does. Mm-hmm. It's like a chest chop, then overhand chest chop, and a chest chop, and overhand chest chop. Yeah. He does that, and they always look good. Um, Adam Rose did his silly Adam Rose stuff, and then wins with like a lariat. I still think that's a terrible looking lariat. It is. You it, can you can try to convince me otherwise. That's an awful looking lariat. That is a terrible finish. I do not like for, that finish. For a guy who's, I mean, comparable in the ring, he's fine. Yeah. There, he, there's nothing wrong with him in the ring. It's what a bad finish. I rewound it to be like, wait. He won with that? Yeah. Because it's, it's so no impact. Well, it's, it's, he doesn't follow through. Yeah. It looks like he goes up with it, and it's like – it's really silly looking. It, it is. just – it doesn't eh, – whatever. Um, maybe it'll be more from him later. Uh, next up was Sasha Banks against Bailey, which honestly might be my match of the night. I, I would agree with uh, that. Sasha Banks is probably my favorite diva yeah. on NXT. She might not be the best wrestler, but mm-hmm. her persona mm-hmm. is so cool. The boss. I love, I, love bo- I love all the boss shit. I love the sunglasses. I love the sunglasses. Everything she does is like it's awesome. Is in that character. Mm-hmm. Good for her for like taking something and she's like, "This is gonna be me. This yeah. is gonna be my thing." The best part, I think it was this week. Maybe it was last week. There was somebody held up a sign that said "boss," uh-huh. but they got it was two signs "b o" and "s s," and they got them backwards and said "s s b o." I think that was last week. It was so. SSBO. Oh, um, hmm. Yep. Whoops. But uh, this match was pretty good. This was, uh, I think, Bailey's debut on it was. NXT mm-hmm. or like WWE Network. It NXT. was her in-ring debut. Because uh, the previous week, love Bailey, yeah. love Sasha Banks. Maybe not in the ring. She's okay. Mm-hmm. I think she was fine. She does like 
scratches and is attacking and stuff. Yeah. But uh, the end of the match came where uh, I think Sasha Banks tried to roll up Bailey and then Bailey countered and roll up of her own and that was the end of the match. Yeah. Um, really cool match with some funny spots. Bailey taking the sunglasses and doing the yeah. boss stuff. I thought that was really funny. Th- I thought it was really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, her kind of going out with Natalia. I mean, the crowd is already over on. Bailey, they, yeah. they love Bailey, but I think for people at home who aren't familiar with Bailey, seeing her with Natalia kind of gives her like that little rub yeah. to go like, oh, she's oh, okay, she's somebody. She's out there with Natalia. She's somebody. The one thing I don't like though is that I feel like with Total Divas coming out, mm-hmm. they are putting Natalia and anyone they can. They are just shoehorning them in. Oh, absolutely. Anywhere yes. for Total Divas exposure. I agree. And it, and I don't like it because I'm aware of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if other people are, but I feel like they have to be. I would assume they have to be, right? So it, it's just like, yeah, we get it. To- total divas. Yeah. All right. We get it. Thank you. You know what's funny? Because I'm going to bring this up later, too, is that uh, when Total Divas is not on the air, uh-huh. no Eva Marie. And then when Total Divas comes back, Eva Marie on everything. Yeah, because she's not going to wrestle. No. She's not a wrestler. No, but she shows up in matches. Yeah. There you go. Uh, she has red hair. I think in that match, you have William Regal and Renee Young mm-hmm. uh, were – commentating and they are like so flirty weird back and forth it was i think it was also in the match wait wasn't it in the match before that because it was uh, uh it might have been it i think was you're right adam rose adam rose she was so weird and flirty about adam rose and going to his parties yep and how much she was like amazed by him i'm like are we listening to like renee young wanting to fuck some guy and then like <laughs> william regal's trying to be like the nice guy yeah. like the white knight guy he's like i'll get you a plus one <laughs> Uh, no, thanks. This I, is, you're 20 years older than her, William Regal. I, but they are, they're so flirty back and forth. Those two are so flirty back and forth on commentary, and it's always really funny because she, it's always William Regal going, hello, Renee, and then Renee going, hello, Mr. Regal, and then Byron Saxon goes, hi, Renee, and Renee just, hello. <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> so it's so funny. It always makes uh, me laugh. It so does, and, and I like that commentating yep. team a lot. They, yeah. They've come a long way since the first I, episode. I agree. Those, uh... Tom Phillips and Byron Saxton mm-hmm. also do main event. They do, and yeah. I and I think they're better on main event than they are at I, NXT. I like them. I like them. But there's um, more to call on main event. That's why. Uh, and then the main event was uh, in English and Sheamus. Yeah, which I didn't watch. Oh, you didn't miss anything. Oh, I know. I, I don't. I, I don't, don't want to see a Sheamus match against care. an A plus player. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't care for Sheamus at all. But that's me. He's. Brian has categorized him as boring Triple H. It's Triple H without the charisma, and mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely right. It is. It like, I was watching it with uh, with a friend of ours, Andrew Douglas, and he was just like, "Oh, I hate looking at this guy's face. God, what a oh, shave that stupid beard." Rocco and Kevin make fun of him because he's so pale all the time. They're just like, "Well, he just doesn't even try to tan, does he?" Nope. No, his thing is that he's pale. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he's really nailing it. Yep. In a bad way. With his bright-ass orange hair. So, Seamus won with a broke kick. Any other notes from NXT? Nope. Yeah, there you go. Uh, decent week. It mm-hmm. was okay. Didn't really get to see my favorites wrestle, but at least, a, again, the match of the night, how often can you say this, was the Divas match, Sasha Banks against yeah. Bailey. thought that was a great match. Yeah. I'd say consistently they, they perform up there with the main event or mm-hmm. with uh, one of the better matches. So, yep. I like it. Okay. And next we have SmackDown. Brian, did you watch SmackDown? Nope. Guys, Brian didn't watch SmackDown. I didn't want to. Brian didn't want to watch SmackDown. Uh-uh. Hey, guys, can you... Please be mean to Brian and let him know that he has to watch SmackDown. You can, but I'm, a, I'm not going to do it if I want to. Wow. Mm-hmm. Glad we started a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Wow. Well, Brian can start his own podcast where he just does whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah it's called my Twitter. <laughs> it's a shitty podcast. Yeah, it is. Surprised <laughs> I have any followers. So let's let's go through SmackDown. I'll tell you what happened. All right. Uh, the opening match was uh, Fondango against Fernando. Are you, are you bummed that you missed SmackDown? Who's Fernando? One of, the <laughs> one of Los Matadores. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Is that Epico or uh, no, Primo? No, I think it's Primo. Okay. No, no, no. It's, I think it's Epico. Okay. Um, all I kept thinking when I was watching that match, I couldn't believe that it was those two against each other. Mm-hmm. And all I kept thinking was, somebody has to win. <laughs> Who won? Fernando with a roll-up. But... He uh-huh. missed a very funny end to the match because uh, Fernando came down with, I don't know what the other guy's name is, Rodrigo, who gives a shit. Uh, and Diego? Maybe. Uh, and uh, El Torito. Yeah. Which is a tiny bull. Little bull. Uh, they both come, they all come down. They uh-huh. come down the ring together. 
pretty decent match back and forth. Uh, a lot of Lucha spots, really cool stuff. Uh -huh. And then Summer Rae starts dancing kind of on the outside. Mm -hmm. And then uh, El Trito kind of comes around the corner. And that's when you notice that Summer Rae is wearing a flowing red dress. And El Torito starts like going nuts. He's like he's like looking around and hopping and like grabbing his head and it starts chasing her around the ring. It was it was such a funny spot. It was better than SmackDown. Like it, it should have been on Raw. I thought the spot was really, really Aww. good. It was a very funny, like, what a goofy little thing to do. That's great. So uh Fandango lost. Fandango has been on a losing streak, I believe. Yeah. Sorry guys. Sorry, Fandango. Sorry. After that, honestly, was a really good match. Uh, 3MB against Rybaxel, against the Real Americans, against The Shield, the team of Ambrose and Rollins. They, yeah, they did that again on Monday. So, yeah, they, they've been teaming up. Uh, which I, I like. Yeah, it's interesting. I think that they're going to be kind of like a tag team unit, which is weird because they were not the tag team unit. Mm -mm. Reigns and Rollins. But I think it works really well now because now you're giving um – You've already established Ambrose, mm -hmm. and they've kind of established Rollins as like the architect, but he didn't, he hasn't really had a voice until recently. Mm -hmm. So now it gives him the time to, uh, to uh, like to really get uh, his skill set out and flourish. And I think they renamed his. Uh, his they, finisher. they did. They they renamed it Peace of Mind on Monday. I, I didn't uh, like instead of Blackout. I like Blackout. Yeah. I I get that it's a callback to his indie gimmick, but I thought it was a way cooler name. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Honestly, it's still the same move. Yeah. I know the internet was like, what the fuck? Hey, guys, just because you named it something mm -hmm. doesn't mean that's still the name. Sorry. That's that's why uh, Cesaro's uppercut, like toss-up uppercut thing isn't called Swiss Death anymore. It's just like very European uppercut or yeah. European uppercut. It's it's the, They don't give the stuff names if they don't want to. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's all calculated, I promise. <laughs> so uh, it's a four-way... Uh, tag team match. Mm -hmm. 3MB was Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal. Hmm. Um, a lot of really, really, really cool double team moves from every team. Oh, really? Uh, everyone had like a little double team sequence. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the match was because these guys are all heels, except, uh, I guess, except Shield now. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of the match was uh, Rollins getting beat down, then he tags in Ambrose, then Ambrose getting beat down. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of. Oh, toss him to the outside, dudes. Do some attacks, whatever. Reigns was out there uh, with with the shield, and then the finish came. Where I think uh, I think what ended up happening is that some people on like the outside. I think uh, Heath Slater caught a spear, and then out of nowhere, Kane came down. What? And because oh, of, because yeah, yeah. for Monday, mm -hmm. uh, the shield turned on Kane and kind right. of established themselves as faces. Uh, so Kane came down and attacked. Reigns, and then all of a sudden, everyone poured into the match, all the tag teams, and just started beating up Ambrose and Rollins. Oh, wow. Kane is kind of dragging Reigns up the ramp, and then all of a sudden, New Age Outlaws come down and start beating down Reigns with Kane. Yes. So Ambrose and Rollins are in the ring getting beat down by all the other teams, and then up at the top of the ramp, Reigns is getting beat down by New Age Outlaws and Kane. Hmm. Um, that was pretty cool, because later, it was Kane backstage with all the tag teams going, hey, you guys followed through your part of the bargain, you get a tag team title shot, you get a tag team title shot. And then 3MB is there, and they're like, hey, what about us? We, uh -huh. were, we were there. Yeah. And uh, Kane says, you guys can be in the Andre the Giant <laughs> over-the-top battle royal. And they're like, yeah, all right. And then they left. So, cool. Fucking 3MB. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was good. It was a nice way to establish uh, the shield as faces. It's yeah. like, oh, the authorities holding them down. You know what I mean? Were that the, kind of thing. Were the New Age outlaws uh, the uh, New Age corporate outlaws at yeah, that uh, point? Yeah, but they weren't wearing suits. Okay. Yeah, that, that's all. Yeah, it was just that thing. It, again, it was a really cool match. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Miz TV happened. There's a Miz TV segment. Uh, uh, they just like to throw that in whenever, huh? Yep. And uh, so. Miz even came out and said, let me see if I remember how to do this. Welcome to Miz TV, the most must-see show, whatever. <laughs> yeah, must-see, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so Big Show came down. He made fun of Big Show for losing so many times at WrestleMania. Uh, Big Show's lost nine times at WrestleMania. He's the Big Show. It doesn't matter. Exactly. But that's a thing where they can go, you lose a lot at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Uh, and then The Miz says, oh, we have some people who think they're going to toss you out of the Battle Royal. Titus O'Neil, Kofi Kingston, Alberto Del Rio, Big E Langston, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, Mark Henry, and Sheamus all come down. And so now there's 10 people in the ring, and we get an impromptu 10-man over-the-top Battle Royal. Uh, uh, Miz slid under the bottom rope uh -huh. before the match started, and uh -huh. then everyone's getting eliminated. It comes down to Big Show and Sheamus. Big Show's trying to toss Sheamus out, and then Miz slides back in and tries to eliminate Big Show. 
Big Show eliminates Sheamus, uh-huh. and then it just leaves Big Show with The Miz in the ring, uh-huh. and uh, The Miz gets beat up and tossed out, and of, then Big Show course. stands victorious. I guess The Miz is a heel. This week, The Miz is a heel. heel. Yeah. How nice. Uh, after that was a three-minute match between Alberto Del Rio and Biggie Langston, where Del Rio won. No point, no reason. What? It was just like, oh, here's our face. Here's our faces some more. Hey, guys, look, it's us. It, Goodbye. It was so bizarre. What? It didn't make any sense. They were just in a 10-man over-the-top battle royal and then get a three-minute match. Why even have that? Why not just let the 10-man battle royal go three minutes longer? Yeah. Or Miz TV three minutes long. Yeah, exactly. So it was really strange. I mean, if you're going to program it bad, just... Yeah. <laughs> After that was the Bellas against Natalia and Summer Rae, and uh, they played up how Summer Rae and Natalia do not get along, as you can see on Total Divas. That's that's that. Oh, and then okay. um, the Bellas won. It was kind of a nothing match. It was... Hey, it's exactly uh, what you were talking about, like, oh, yeah, we're doing some Total Divas stuff. That's it. Okay. That's all it was. Um, after that, it was the main event which was uh, Luke Harper against John Cena, which we saw again on Raw, but uh, Luke Harper against John Cena Mm. in their first kind of facing. John Cena won. (gasps) Uh, It ended with Luke Harper getting an attitude adjustment. Luke Harper looked pretty decent in the match. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a great match. I think it only went like five and a half minutes. So it wasn't anything that was like, oh, incredible. But But Cena wrestled on a SmackDown, so that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Which he has been doing. I mean, he shows up and and does that stuff. Yeah. So it it was okay, and it kind of helped – continue the whole Wyatt's against Cena thing going on for WrestleMania. Uh, now we have Raw. Yes. Out comes Stephanie McMahon. She cuts a promo about how mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan isn't medically cleared to wrestle and a you can chant yes all you promo. want. And uh, cuts a, like, yeah, a really good promo. Mm-hmm. She's the top heel so on good. Raw. On WWE every week. I think the she's period. fantastic. She um, is amazing. Randy York, and we didn't talk about it, but it was the week before where she sends the cops down, and Triple H is trying to say, look, no, don't have him arrest him. And they yeah. arrest him, and it's fake cops. Cool swerve. Really Very cool, cool segment. Uh, kind of bummed that we didn't get to talk about it because it was the week we were gone or whatever. But yeah. um, really, really, really cool raw moment that um, I really enjoyed and really put Brian, Daniel Bryan over even more. Yes. Um, set, set up. I thought last uh, two weeks ago's raw yeah. was pretty good. Um, there were some interesting things that I that I wanted to talk about Do with it. the gold dust thing. Yeah. Um, because that was weird. Yeah, you don't normally see stuff like that happen. Um, it looked like he did not want to take that suplex. I think he got, I think he got hurt, and then didn't want to take a suplex. Yeah, and then take, and then took the suplex, and then was very upset. Yeah, it, it, it looked like. I mean, he got busted open. He like got his his brow skimmed by um by uh, Fandango's yeah. knee, I think, mm-hmm. and then like. I think he got hurt somehow with his arm or his yeah. shoulder, and uh, he like flubbed that suplex. I've I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, especially out of Gold Dust. It was really it was strange. I think there was a miscommunication. I think somebody got hurt. Mm-hmm. I think Gold Dust said don't do this, and then like don't do a suplex. And Fondango probably just heard suplex and went okay suplex. Yeah. So it was just kind of like that was weird. Yeah. Uh, it was. I don't think it was a big deal overall because they really they didn't talk about it this week at all. Mm-mm. So and- I I think it was just kind of a miscommunication a little thing that happened yeah but i did like the spot where um cody rhodes catches summer a yeah off the apron and then she's kind of like like really taken aback by that mm-hmm. and she's like oh oh cody because it was it kind of played in a little bit more this week on uh during that match yeah, and we'll did. get to that a little bit. in yeah. a little bit but that that was kind of the big thing i wanted to talk about because you don't normally see that fourth wall broken yeah and i thought like i thought we weren't going to see gold dust this week i thought he would be like kind of like hey you're going to take a week off because that's an interesting point. Yeah, you really don't see that fourth wall broken, especially when it comes to in the middle of a match, something happening, stuff like that. They yeah. usually just motor through, mm-hmm. and it's fine. But I think that there was – I think that there was, like, potential injury. I think maybe he was upset. Yeah, he was re- – I mean, through. he kicked the turnbuckle. Yeah. He was like – he looked, like, really hurt at the mm-hmm. end of the match. And you could read Cody Rhodes' mouth, like, asking him, hey, are you okay? Like, calm down because mm-hmm. he could tell his brother was pissed. Yes. yeah. So that that was interesting, and then uh, I wanted to talk about the uh, the end of Raw because yeah, man, I haven't seen Triple H be like that in so long. Isn't it cool to see him as oh. uh, what do you call it, a heel? Yes, it's so cool when he is full heel and not mm-hmm. not trying to pussyfoot and not trying to be. Oh, I'm like I'm a heel, but I still you know I'm the king. I'm the king of kings. I still get pop. Yeah, hey yeah. crowd, hey crowd at Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, he when he goes full heel he goes for it it's so cool to see i thought that pedigree with the arms handcuffed was like 
very old school looking pedigree. Yes. Uh, which I really like. Mm-hmm. They tried to like drown him in like that shallow bucket of they, water. They like put him through the like. I thought that chair every, shot, oh, the chair man. shot on the turnbuckle was really cool and was blocked out on every replay. Really? They, they black it. It is, he takes the swing and right before it hits, it cuts to black for a second huh. and then comes back. I didn't pay attention. Yeah. To uh, every replay of it was that. Um, like on SmackDown, on I think main event that week, I think NXT, wow. and then again on Raw this week, they, they did that. Well, it was an unprotected or kind of yeah. unprotected chair to, shot. to the head. But hey, they always do that stuff around WrestleMania. They they always create more controversy and go stuff. I mean, Makes sense. CM, Punk, CM Punk had an urn and it was like Paul Bearer died and they made fun of Paul Bearer. Yeah. And it was right around WrestleMania and you want that kind of like shock factor. That, I mean, that's the reason for that. And exactly. that's, that's how I feel like this unprotected chair shot and drowning him in water and choking him and stuff. Stephanie cackling and slapping yeah. Daniel Bryan over and over and then doing like the little yes thing. So good. Yeah. she. I mean, just perfect. Which rolls back into yep. her coming out on Monday night. And, and she cuts a promo about how Daniel Bryan isn't medically cleared. The crowd is dumb. You can chant yes and Daniel Bryan all mm-hmm. you want. Randy Orton comes out. And he's like, Stephanie, you're right, and you're right. I, I love very, Randy Orton right pretty. now. I have not liked Randy Orton this much in a very long time. I like, I, I hate him, but I love him. When when he gets to be the cocky kind of heel, mm-hmm. where he's like yelling at the crowd or yeah. playing up to someone, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. it's more than him just, I feel like he goes through the motions so often. Mm-hmm. He is one of the best guys they have in the ring, and I feel like he goes through the motions so often that you don't get anything like exciting out of him. Yeah. But now when he has a character that he can kind of sink his teeth into, he's such a natural heel. Yes. That uh, it's it's fun to see him be cocky and crazy and, and all this stuff. So he yeah. came out and he sucks up to Stephanie and then Batista comes out and he gets booed and uh, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, Stephanie's been drooled on. What? What I did think he mean? I fucked. Oh. That's a you weird... don't drool when you fuck, Brian. Uh, not on the girl. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. Uh. So Stephanie slapped the the cool glasses off Batista, mm-hmm. and then Randy Orton laughs, and then he gets a spear, and uh. Batista ripped his pants, and then he walked out. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. It was, and I and I love it because those are probably like two hundred dollar jeans. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he looks so bad in them. Oh yeah, well they're just skinny jeans. Oh it's god, silly. it's silly. Mm-hmm. Whatever. After that, uh, our opening match was Alberto Del Rio against Christian against Dolph Ziggler against Sheamus. For the number one contendership of the Intercontinental title. Love this. Yes. This is where these guys belong right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have a World Heavyweight Championship. Hey, guess what? Intercontinental Champion, you're the new World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. That's how it needs to be. Exactly. This match, I thought, was awesome. The crowd was super into it. I they agree. They were real hot on Ziggler. Mm-hmm. There was good action in the ring, mm-hmm. outside of the ring. That mm-hmm. fallaway slam by Sheamus to Christian to the barricade Whoa. looked great. Uh, them going over into like the timekeeper's table was really cool. Yes. Dorio and Ziggler going back and forth was good. Mm-hmm. The, I think the the commentators did a good job of playing up how important all four of these guys are. Yes. Former former heavyweight champions. Now they're contending for this title. Yeah. You know they're trying to get. They're just trying to earn a spot to fight for that title. Yeah. Uh, the end I thought was really cool. I thought there were some really cool spots. Yeah. Dorio goes for the cross arm breaker, and then Sheamus reverses it into like what looks like it's going to be a power bomb. Yeah. And then Ziggler hits the zigzag, which was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. And then uh, Christian came in and hits the kill switch, and he stole it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that was so good. Like, opportunist, really cool. So surprised by that. And mm-hmm. So I- Biggie Langston comes in, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to shake Christian's hand, and Christian laughs it off and uh, walks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get back to Raw in a second, but main event just happened right. at this recording. Um, Christian was supposed to fight Biggie Langston for the Intercontinental title at main event. Right. It didn't happen. There was another number huh. one contenders match between Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, and Alberto Del Rio for what? the IC title. Yeah. I don't know why. Nothing was explained. They didn't say anything. They brought up the Fatal 4-Way one time. Weird. Yeah. It was really strange. But Ziggler won okay. uh, with a really cool spot where uh, Del Rio had Sheamus hung up in the ropes and then was going for the backstabber, you know, that, that two knees to the back. Mm. And then right as he's going for that, Ziggler jumps in and hits the zigzag on Del Rio as he's coming down and nice. pins Del Rio. Nice. And so later that night, Biggie Langston went up against um, Dolph Ziggler. That like the same night tonight. Oh okay. And uh, that was okay. It was a quick match and Biggie won. Of course. But it, it looked good. It so, was it was nice. So does that put Ziggler 
I mean, it, it was he was already he was number one contender for about twenty minutes, and then he cashed in the number one contender thing. That, that that was the point. Is like, hey, later tonight we're gonna have the IC title on the line. Yeah. After whoever wins this match. But who's healing that match? No one. They they actually cut a little promo after Ziggler won the first match, and uh-huh. they're like, yeah, I taught you everything. I I taught you almost everything I know. Like, and then Biggie's like, I was there when you won the world heavyweight championship, and you know tonight. We're going for the IC title, and it's yeah. like, good luck. Yeah, good luck. And they shook hands. It was pretty cool. And then oh. after the match, they even hugged, and the crowd cheered. It was That's nice. Cool. It was a cool little face versus face thing. But I don't know why Christian. I don't know. Yeah. I've heard I've heard concussion, but I think that's like unfounded. We haven't seen anything. Right. Whatever. Um, weird. Kind of weird. Kind of really weird. <clears throat> that's yeah. That's really weird. Uh, the one thing that uh, that bugged me about the match on Raw though was the first like. It was because it was a pretty long match. It, yeah, it had some time to it. It was it was weighty, and the crowd was really pop, like really big for like near falls. I felt like it took about a minute and a half to get going because mm. there were a lot of I felt like flubbed and missed spots. I, I agree. There was one where it looked like Sheamus was gonna like dive to the outside, but like no one was up for him. Yeah. And then, like he jumped on like the he climbed on like the top, but then maybe maybe that was like how it was supposed to be because then Ziggler goes up and hits like that big face buster. Yeah. And that was a cool spot. And and that was a cool spot, but I feel like then there were other moves where he was supposed to, where somebody was supposed to like catch somebody somewhere yeah. like running across the ring and then there wasn't anybody there yeah, there, were, there were a couple of like little things where you just went like oh you nope oh, okay yeah well, but then but was good is how we were talking about don't break the fourth wall and everything they played off those spots and moved into like their next kind of things mm-hmm. pretty seamlessly yeah uh and if you didn't really stop to think about that match but for like those moments i thought it was really good yeah. especially towards the end where it was near fall near fall near fall that was a really good big end. move big move big move mm-hmm. and it was really cool so it was a cool finish and it yeah. was it was a fun match uh, again, Christian not being on main event was really Yeah. But really I like strange. I like that they're putting titles up on main event. Yeah. It, it sucks because you know automatically there's not going to be a title change. But yeah. uh whatever. But hey, you know what? That made the IC title look really really good. It did. Uh it was four former World Heavyweight Champions going for the IC going just for the number one contendership of the IC title. Mhm. Look great. I like I like that. I that like makes, when they do that stuff. That makes Biggie Langston look bigger. Mhm. Whatever. And all those guys are in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal thing. Right. So that, that was the other thing they were pushing home. After that, we had Sin Cara with Scooby-Doo against Damian Sandow. Hey, there's like a ramp right there, right? like a, or a trampoline in front of the ring, right? No, dude, he jumped that high. I, like, yeah, there's a fucking trampoline. Like, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I was just watching it, like, in passing, and then he, like, jumped real high, and I just went, did he just? Yeah, but that's what, that's what they want you to do is go like, wow, that was pretty cool. And honestly, it is pretty cool. Yeah. When he does that, it looks pretty cool. It was awesome. I, re- yep. I rewound it and watched it again. It mm-hmm. was he, he does it so clean. Yep. Uh, Huniko, the guy who is in Cara now, mm-hmm. is an awesome wrestler. He, uh, he is. He's, he's sold, really cool. He's really guys, sold me on him. If you guys have never seen like his little backstage thing or whatever on WWE's YouTube channel, I think, mm-hmm. he talks about um, his Luchador mask collection. And it's really cool. Wow. Uh, it's just like a little five-minute segment where he's like, you know, everyone thinks I'm the bad guy, but hey, look, you know, like these like these guys gave me like their masks, and it means a lot to oh, me. Oh, they're it's, actual it's really masks. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And like after like matches that he had with them, and there was one. Whoa. I wish, I wish I could remember who he was talking about, but he's like, yeah, I wrestled this guy in Mexico. I feel like it was like Neil Mascaras or something, like someone like, like a big name. Right. Uh, and he was saying like after the match, like he gave me his mask, and he's like, hey, man, good job, all this stuff, and – he left, and he's and Huniko was saying like, right, yeah, and then I just like sat in the locker room and like cried, like it meant that. Much oh to yeah. It's oh like, damn. Damn. It's so cool to see someone who cares that much. That that's what it was. Poor Damien Sandow. Dude. Got a haircut. Ugh. Has no gimmick. Has to lose to a guy who comes out in the mystery machine against Scooby Doo. I feel so bad for Damien Sandow. Ugh. I know that not everyone can get a push, and you need people to like lose. I get but, it. But like, do they have to lose in such a fashion where you just go, why is this guy even here? They made him get a hair. Oh, I don't know if they made him. Whatever. He got a haircut. He just wears a T-shirt. He has no robe anymore. He Mm-mm. doesn't cut a promo, even nope. though he's a great promo. Yep. He's just kind of like floundering. And I know not everyone is going to be like pushed and pushed and pushed, but like at least try to let him be a character. You can still he's book just it. nobody. Exactly. You can still book it so that there's something going on. Also, like, his shirt makes him look like he's like fucking stupid. Yeah. I, I greater than you. He's supposed to be like an intellectual, and it looks like a monkey made his T-shirt. It, it's it's really disappointing because a year is. ago he was like moving towards the top. And yeah, he was Money in the Bank, and like, damn, yeah, like since then, slide, 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 nothing, and it's really sad. But whatever. I mean, because he had a great match against John Cena for yeah. um, but for sin- the championship. Since then, but nothing. Maybe after WrestleMania, and these people are gone or whatever, he yeah. can get like a little push. But I think some of the next people in line are probably going to be like. 
Cody Rhodes, and it, you you have the more minor players who mm-hmm. are probably going to be pushing like the next six months. I think you'll see Cesaro move up a little bit, and um, yeah, I guess the real Americans aren't mad at each other anymore. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. That was annoying. after Scooby Doo left. Um, thank you, Scooby. There was a nice Scooby Doo chant. Thank you, Brooklyn. <laughs> thank you, Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had Los Matadores against Rybaxel. Yeah, Los Matadores won. Yeah, I was surprised, actually. Yeah. Well, I think that was it, the purpose of it was the shield coming down. The crowd mm-hmm. hu- was huge for the shield. Yeah. And uh, they did their Hounds of Justice get up on three sides. I thought Reigns pulling Axel out mm-hmm. and then them beating everyone down and doing the triple powerbomb. Mm-hmm. The crowd goes so crazy for that triple powerbomb. And then Reigns, after the spear, where he goes, ooh, ah, yeah. the crowd goes nuts for it. <laughs> I love seeing this team. I'm so glad they're not breaking them up Me yet. Me too. I'm so glad they're not breaking them up because – they work so well as a unit. They still have so much potential. They and do. So fun oh to my watch. god! But they're uh, so fun. What what a what an interesting and intelligent way to keep them as a team yep. without like having any lingering doubts. Yep. You took a team that was like a heel team, such a strong heel team for a year and a half, mm-hmm. and then you have that dissension in the ranks, and then you turn them around so quickly that they are now faces, mm-hmm. and they're just as tight as they were before. That makes me think someone's going to turn at WrestleMania and, like, break up the team. And <sighs> it, and I hope that doesn't happen, but I it know. just it, it reeks of maybe something like that. Like, oh, remember, yeah. I was dissenting here, and, like, remember, I, I was only I was playing you guys, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, man, I'm really enjoying the Shield still. I me mean, too. we say it every week, but they're a highlight on this program. They are. Uh, so, after that, we had uh, – Cody Rhodes with Goldust against Fandango with Summer Rae. Cody won with a roll-up after uh, Goldust danced and Summer tried to dance also. And then twisted her ankle, but didn't really twist her ankle. Yeah. And the only person that was concerned about her twisting her ankle was Fandango, who ended up losing. And they didn't play up the fact. Yeah. They only, like, mentioned it, like, real quick. They're uh-huh. like, oh, she didn't really twist an ankle. Next segment. It was like, okay. But, like, I thought that was a really cool spot. Yeah. Because that harkens back to the previous week yep. where Cody Rhodes caught her, mm-hmm. but it's so weird because, and this is this is when I'm like, hey wrestling, I know we're supposed to only have a three month like yeah. like memory, mm-hmm. but like, I mean a year ago you guys were talking about how he like was getting married and he needed to have a job so that he could pay for his <laughs> wedding, yep. and now you're gonna maybe put him in a romantic arc with Summer Rae. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird, right? It's, it's a little strange. I like it. I think mm-hmm. it's cool. Um, what a cool way to make both Fondango and um, Cody Rhodes kind of stand on their own. Yep. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with the that. The crowd did not care about this match. No. Come on, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, let's do it. Come on, guys, get into it. Uh, after that, Hulk Hogan came out and cut a promo with a werewolf from True Blood, the Terminator. Uh, the Miz came out this week. The Miz is heel. Uh, he said, "Hulk Hogan, you suck. Terminator, you suck. Werewolf from True Blood, you suck." And then the crowd chanted, who is this guy or something? And that guy, uh, he's a werewolf from True Blood. Yeah. Uh, that is all I know him as. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they all tossed the Miz out of the ring. He just talked about, I mean, I made a at WrestleMania 27. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Yeah, that was that was a dark time. Miz. Uh, you Miz. Get out of here with your slick back hair. He looks uh, so dumb. After that, Titus O'Neil uh, came out against the big show. What was that match? What? So, something that was supposed to play from, like, SmackDown, I guess, because Titus O'Neil was in that over-the-top rope thing. I don't know. Poor Titus O'Neil. Jesus. All right, man, we're going to push you. Go lose the big show. God damn it. <laughs> Whatever. It was dumb. It was just a dumb match after a dumb segment. After that, John Cena against Luke Harper in an awesome match the crowd was super into. Not only, mm-hmm. they were chanting Cena sucks. Like, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. And the Cena sucks was really loud because they're in New York. Of course. They stopped chanting Cena sucks. Yeah. Let's go Harper. That was that is, awesome. That is how behind. Hey, guys, if you want to do something that is just better than let's go Cena, Cena sucks, because that's fucking tired. Yeah. Don't chant Cena sucks. Chant for the other person in the ring. Exactly. Get them, get them over. Mm-hmm. Let, that's how you want more talent who's going to be in the main event caliber. Start chanting for the person John Cena is wrestling. Yes. Don't just chant Cena sucks. Chant let's go Harper. Let's go Cena. Let's go Harper. Yeah. Chant let's go Harper. So good job, Brooklyn. Thank you so much for chanting let's go Harper. It started a let's go Harper. Harper sucks chant. Yeah. That was cool. And hey. Harper, who I – I mean, we've we've sung his praises a yep. million times on this show. Mm-hmm. Every week is better and better. Yep. Uh, he, he, he His stuff in the indies, if you guys have never seen it, is Brody Lee. is awesome. W- Incredible. Awesome, 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 awesome. What was that, like, pump handle it, fall-away slam that he, does, he did? It's a – a pump handle slam is the arm through the legs and then up and then slam. 
what he did was like, yeah, a fall away slam. He has them in that position mm-hmm. and then up and over. Did John Cena do a hurricanrana and then Luke Harper did a hurricanrana? I think that, that happened. That was awesome. <laughs> that was so cool. Luke These guys Har- can go and hey, I can't believe that they let Luke Harper like dive to the outside and yeah. his big boots and everything because the crowd. I'm. I just kept watching it going. Luke Harper's supposed to be the heel, and he's hitting big time face moves, mm-hmm. and the crowd is like loving him. But that's because he's so nuts with the gator roll and the yeah, 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 yeah. And which his, he hasn't been doing. He hasn't been doing the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I which I miss. Yeah. And then he this week he had taken his beard and like really it's, it's like really fluffed puffy. it out. Yeah, it was huge. Oh man, I the throws he does are so. Big. Yep. I don't uh, like. I I love when people do throws. Like you know that. I think they called it like an armless suplex or something mm-hmm. like that. They had like a weird term for it. But I'm just like, man, when a big guy is able to do big throws yep. and is agile, still like, holy shit. Yep. That, uh, the the end of that match came with the lights going out. John Cena. The lights come back on. John Cena's tied up in the ropes. Really cool spot. The, with the sheet mask on and the harp. The the white family's all around him and the crowd starts chanting, "This is awesome." Mm-hmm. Really great spot. I don't remember the last time I remember seeing Cena look so vulnerable. Which he, is he cool. is. They showed him nervous backstage. Mm-hmm. They he he came out and cut a promo last week that wasn't like a goofy promo. He said like, "I'm afraid of the Wyatt family. Yeah. They have nothing to lose, and I have everything to lose." Yeah, it, like really cool. Great job putting over younger talent. Yeah, great match. Really impressed. Uh, so go check them out. After that was AJ against Naomi. AJ just walked out of the match. Um, Naomi is really cool. I love the eye patch. Mm-hmm. She should take it off. I don't think she needs to wrestle with it on. The, I, I think she sh- I think she should come down with it on. That's like her re-entrance stuff, and she mm-hmm. should take it off. Does she need it, though, right now? I don't think because so. Because she she fractured her orbital bone when Oksana oh, landed, kneel, landed her knee on it. I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. So I don't know if it's still like something that she needs covered up because it maybe it looks bad, or mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I really like the eye patch though. It's, yeah. it's at least a little gimmicky thing in a division with no gimmicks. Yeah. Uh, Vicky Guerrero said there's going to be a Vicky Guerrero Diva Championship Tournament open what invitational uh at wrestlemania and it's aj lee against every single diva i i just sat there just just repeating shut up because <laughs> all she kept going was and yep. oksana and tamina and, and i'm like okay just say all the divas yep. just say all the hey, divas but you know what at least there is sign, kind of like a uh like a storyline going yeah for the for, for the, the divas. divas champion well I, tamina looks like she's going to come out the champion she, mm-hmm. she just looks like She's, like, stealing, like, these little kind of, like, what the fuck is AJ doing? Like, little looks at her, mm-hmm. and, like, she kind of wants – it looks like she wants the title, and I think they're moving towards that, and it looks really good. I like so that. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, this is also a way to get all the divas who are on Total Divas in WrestleMania. Exactly. Um, after that was the shield of Ambrose and Rollins again against the Real Americans. Uh, both teams were super over with the crowd. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro does the big swing. They have – there's a really cool double team spot where uh, Swagger and Cesaro kind of, like – I don't even know what you call it, like seesaw, kind of like grab the arms mm-hmm. and the legs, I think of Ambrose, and swing them back and then into the barricade. I thought that was a really cool spot. That looked cool. They go back and forth. Um, a lot of really, really good double team work. Rollins hits peace of mind. Now we know it's called peace of mind, that, that big curb stomp boot um, to win the match. Rain spears Cesaro, mm-hmm. and then they start clearing the table, and they triple power bomb Cesaro through the table. Yeah. The best part of that is when Cesaro, they start clearing the table, and then Reigns comes out of nowhere and goes, Oh shit, son! <laughs> no joke. That is what he yells, and it's awesome. The crowd is super into it. They triple power bomb Cesaro through the table. Uh, I think they they take out Swagger or something, and then they yeah. all stand in the ring, uh, fists and all that That's stuff. Awesome. God, it was so it was great. It mm-hmm. was really really cool. The shield looks cohesive. Um, it looks like it's gonna be Kane, New Age Outlaws against. Uh, the Shield at WrestleMania. I think that was announced. I think it was. I think it was. Um, hey, I really like the uh, corporate outlaws. Yeah. Hey, I don't mind them. Uh, they are they're fine. They work in this unit. Yeah. They ha- The Shield needs a three-person tag team, mm-hmm. and this is kind of an old-school versus new-school type thing. Which I think I is like cool. It. I yeah. like it. Um, after that, the that was actually the main event match. Yeah. And it was a really good main event match. Yeah. It, had, it had some length to it. It had a lot of offense from both teams. Had mm-hmm. some, yeah, again, double-team stuff. Lesnar and Heyman come out, talk about uh, Undertaker's legacy. A whole bunch of druids come out. I thought that was a pretty cool segment. It went long. It um, went a little long, yeah. The druids come out, bring a casket. There's nothing in the casket. And then Lesnar follows the druids to the back. Go, you think this is funny? This is a joke? And then uh, they go, he goes back in the ring, and Paul Heyman goes, you, he wouldn't even come to Brooklyn, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then uh, open the casket, and there's Undertaker. Again, it was really cool. Yes. And then he just under, he Undertaker clotheslines uh, Lesnar out of the ring, and that closes Raw. 
thought it was uh, I thought it was an okay raw. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, I thought there was a lot of it, like the diva stuff, and uh, and like the, I felt like it, there were a lot of things like like that, fucking uh, Miz TV yeah, and I, the yeah. Scooby Doo thing. And it's just like you guys can do. I get that you have to push other things. I don't like the special guests, the guest hosts of Raw. Mm-hmm. I get. I get that that's them getting paid to have somebody just show up on yep. something where a lot of people are watching. Mm-hmm. Do something interesting with it. like. Well, I guess this will take us into our first uh, listener question. Yeah. Uh, Nick Reagan asks, worst celebrity guest in WWE history? Uh, the wolf guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I can't remember like really bad ones. I think Betty White was really bad because yeah. I had to like, tell people, like, oh, yeah, Betty White's on it. But then I think Scooby-Doo is bad. I know they have, like, a Scooby-Doo movie, but then it's, like... Yeah. But what's great about the Scooby-Doo thing is, like, okay, so who's going to be on Raw this week? Scooby-Doo, a werewolf from True Blood and the Terminator. What? <laughs> uh, Wolverine was a good one. Hugh Jackman was actually Hugh on Jackman Raw. Was that that was a pretty one. cool yeah. one. There, there, there are a few. Aaron Paul. I thought Aaron was Paul a good was one. good. There are a few good ones. Uh, honestly, there was, a like, a span of, like, six months, nine months, where every week there was, like, a Raw celebrity guest host. Yeah. And they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um... I don't remember that, that. That was that was pretty rough. I wasn't watching that, during that. That was that was pretty fucking bad. It was hard. There were a couple of good ones, like some outstanding spots where, like the Muppets hosted. Oh, and that was funny. There oh, was like Seamus cool. and Beaker had like a segment backstage, <laughs> and like Gonzo. I feel like Gonzo and like the Shield, like and like they picked on Gonzo and like stretched his arms all crazy. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, there was a Bob Barker one that they played like The Price Is Right, which I thought was dumb, but Chris Jericho and Bob Barker had like some kind of weird chemistry together. Where I went, I really like this. Huh. Yeah. So strange, yeah. but uh, it was pretty cool. Huh. Uh, so I can't really think of like a worst one though. Yeah, no. uh, Pete Rose. Ooh, Pete Rose isn't the worst. You know what? Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble was always really funny, and what? I remember he tried to like he tried to like pay Kane like not to beat him up. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was really strange. Hey, what did you think of Triple H talking about the reality era? Hey. I mean, I've heard that term tossed around uh, a few years ago when the pipe bomb happened, mm-hmm. um, but now it really feels like that is actually where it's going toward. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I, I can't believe we didn't actually spend a little bit more time talking about that promo, that or not that promo, but that segment yeah. between um, Michael, Michael Cole, Cole and, and Triple H. Triple H. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. I thought I thought it was a good promo. You, you know what? I. I didn't really talk about it because they've been doing that online on like mm-hmm. WWE.com for like a while. Which I like. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it. It's a nice little like, oh, the corp- corporate thing versus like the, oh, the, the journalist. And I felt like that was probably Michael Cole's idea. Yeah. And I really like it. I think it's executed really well. I think that they, they have very good chemistry with each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they uh, they might have points. I, I feel like they go off the, co- off the cuff a lot, but mm-hmm. they have points that they want to hit. I agree. And they do it in a way that makes a lot of sense. Yep. It's what I want the commentating to be between JBL and Michael, Michael Cole. Cole right. But Michael Cole doesn't bring it up because there's always a nagging little king yeah. saying stupid-ass shit yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that Triple H was talking about, well, now you're talking about Triple H the competitor, not Triple H the you know executive. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really cool take because I, I wasn't thinking that at all. And I love whenever wrestling throws something in that is just like – A little different. Yeah. Kind of a curveball. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the reality era thing and like – and how he turned that around to be like, you know, here's your reality. You can't win just because you have a fantasy. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool. It was a, it was a cool segment, mm-hmm. and it, it put Triple H more over as – I like when he's like, do you want me to answer that as, like, the COO of this company, or do you want me to answer it as a competitor at WrestleMania? Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, that was cool. That's I thought that was a, a really good line. That's such a good answer. I thought it was I thought it was really good. It was a good segment. Um, and, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that match. Mm-hmm. Craig Anderson sent in a question. Uh, as much as I'm sure you hate hearing arguments about it, I was just wondering what your opinions on the PG rating are. Do you feel that WWE has benefited from it, focusing more on raw craft of professional wrestling, or do you feel it's necessary that after seven years, the most, the more dangerous spot, uh, shots, blood, and titties have to make a return? So how do you feel about the PG? I think if you would have asked me before I got the WWE Network, mm-hmm. I would have told you that the PG era has really hindered wrestling Mm -hmm. and made it like too safe Mm -hmm. going back and watching random Monday night raws Mm -hmm. where Godfather comes down with prostitutes and tells a crowd with children in it Mm -hmm. to roll up a a A fatty fatty for for, this for for this pimp daddy and he calls it a blunt yeah I don't want to 
It's strange. And you know what? F uh, Fondango actually just had a, a really cool interview where he talked about that. Yeah. Um, he said, we used to get over with middle fingers and saying bitch and showing tits. And now you have to, like, work harder. I think there's, I think there's truth to that. Yeah. I also think that there's a little bit of censoring of, like, there's a chair shot to Daniel Bryan's head on the pole, and I think that you don't need to black that out. I agree. So I think it's, I think maybe PG is a little too far, mm -hmm. um, but what they were doing before was maybe a little bit too much. It was, it was too, um, there's a lot it was of, too base. Yeah, there, there's, there was like a lot of raunch and a lot of lowbrow stuff. Exactly. But just because, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin showing a middle finger mm -hmm. is what people go, oh, that was the Attitude Era. No, the Attitude Era was like, Brawn panty matches and like like yeah. really like innuendo heavy stuff where you're just like this is kind of like hackney and gross. It, it's really it, honestly I don't watching it now I'm like how did my parents let me watch this yeah, as a I, kid? Hey, you know what? My dad kind of as ECW. My dad said you can't watch this. Yeah, and so that made me watch it. Of course. And uh, but going back now I was like I shouldn't have been. You're she's a crack whore was a chant was a fucking chant. But the thing is, and I was having this conversation with a with a colleague at work. I'm like. Does it mean anything to a kid who doesn't get what they're seeing? No, but because of that stuff, seeing it over and over, and then now especially, I think with like the internet, you can look up what's what's a, a roll of fatty. What is? Oh, look it up. Oh, drugs. Okay, yeah. but they don't know what drug. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it's really being debaucherous to the point where it's like making kids do anything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, everyone was running around in the '90s saying "suck it." Yeah, like, crotch chopping, they, middle no, fingers, yeah, like they were saying, "Suck my dick." Yeah, and you're like nine. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I I, I I get it, and and I think I would have to say that I appreciate the art of how yeah. wrestling is done now. Like in the '90s and early 2000s, Daniel Bryan would not have been able to come up as I, he did yeah. now. Mm -hmm. It just wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. That kind of like, I mean look at Ken Shamrock. Mm -hmm. He reminds me a lot of Ken Shamrock where it's just kind of like really technical, really like energy, um, you know, not necessarily that big of a personality. Mm -hmm. You kind of just sit in the middle, but now because people appreciate the wrestling that Daniel Bryan can do, that's what really makes him so entertaining it's to an watch. an interesting point. And uh, I think different people work in different eras. Mm -hmm. And I think CM Punk worked in this era because he hearkened back to what people missed about the Attitude Era. Yeah. Oh, he had, like, a little bit of, like, edge to him where mm -hmm. everything was pretty soft. Mm -hmm. um, but wrestling has ebbs and flows where, yeah. you know, people have gimmicks and then people don't have gimmicks. Yeah. And then everyone has, like, a regular name. And then there's guys named Fondongo and Kane. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's silly and there's a lot of evolution to it. I I say don't, don't look at past things just for nostalgia and go, this was better. Because for every... Rock versus Stone Cold, you have Headbanger Mosh versus, like, D'Lo Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's just kind of like, yeah, there was some good stuff. There's a lot of bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think you even have that now. Yeah. Uh, for every Daniel Bryan uh, versus Cesaro match, you have mm -hmm. two Fandango versus Fernandez. <laughs> it, so, whatever. Uh, we'll make this the last question. All right. From Jose Lamarck. He says... Hey, Eric and Brian, uh, wondering if you guys had any anecdotes you'd like to share about your PWG watching days, especially concerning guys like, I love this part, Chris Bosch, Human Tornado, Top Gun Talwar, oh, and Top others Tal who never really branched out in other promotions like ROH, CZW, Chikara, etc. Watching YouTube user Tiger Driver 98s music video compilations and promo excerpts from PWG shows was a big reason I got into India wrestling in the mid to late 2000s. But so many of the wrestlers who were big names in PWG seem to disappear over time. For example, I heard Human Tornado retired and Chris Bosch van religion, but I never got verification on that. Uh, Human P Tornado did retire. Yeah. P.S. People like you two are the reasons I'm back into wrestling now, so thanks for that. Thank you very much, Jose. Oh, yeah, thank uh, you. I, I totally forgot about Top Gun Tower. He Me was, too. He was just a weird guy who had, like, Top Gun, like— it's a Top Gun Tower on the front of like his blue tights, his uh -huh. blue like singlet, uh -huh. and and he was he would just yell like Danger Zone. He's yeah. like, a little crazy, and he came out to Danger Zone. Yeah, but then like he got crazier and crazier and like yeah. wackier and like more off the edge, and then became like cocaine Top Gun Tower. Do you remember that? He yes, out, he would come he, out, he would out come, like Hunter S. Thompson like type sunglasses yeah. and like a hat, and he would have he would have white powder all over his face. I forgot about and that. Would just be nuts. Do you remember Ronan? The, yeah, the, he was all in red with like the mask. Yeah, everybody hated him until everyone just kind of like turned a corner and went, "We love this guy." Yeah, I remember. Wow. Yeah, remember T.J. Perkins before? T. J. Perkins and now, now and he's in. Uh, I think now he's manic. 
Mank. Oh, now Mank. he's manic. Now he's manic. <laughs> Who's in, Mank? In, 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 in TNA. Uh, we went to a TNA uh, pay-per-view here in San Diego, and there was a guy named Manic, and Derek couldn't read it. He thought it said Mank, and he just kept going, who the fuck is Mank? <laughs> <laughs> Mank. Um, a lot of those guys in PWG were great. I have, like, I love Human Tornado. I love yeah. Chris Bosch. Uh, Scott Lost, Joey Ryan. Oh, yeah, Scott yeah. Lost. Scott Lost, I think, retired too soon. I think Human Tornado retired too soon. El Generico really got big there. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Steen's still there. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Steen's Disco awesome. Machine. Remember Disco Machine? Yeah. And uh, Excalibur, who Excalibur still does commentary awesome. and everything. Yeah. Um, man, so many cool. Wasn't Excalibur cool guys. in the, the, like, anger management thing? No, no, no. That was Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky was in it as. Uh, God, what was the name of it? What was his Some character? Stupid. Hank or Henry or something? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, Scorpio Sky was there. Uh-huh. And uh, what was... Oh, man. El Generico, Quicksilver. Remember, Scorpio yeah. Sky and Quicksilver were a tag, tag team, team. And then they would always fight Los Luchas, who mm-hmm. were just like two Lucha guys. And they were really good. Mm-hmm. But then Scorpio Sky turned heel, took off the mask. And uh, then Quicksilver tagged with uh el generico yeah and they would come out in capes and their tag team name was cape fear ah that was such a good name for a team yep um there's also guys who are still around here and there like b-boy mm-hmm. who who was always really fun in like openers and stuff oh and yeah you, we just saw a lot of guys chris hero was around claudio Castagnoli. Yeah. uh we saw cm punk we saw daniel bryan a couple of times there were just a lot of guys that i really like and, and you know what it could be fun and gimmicky i love seeing chris bosh do his lion cock so stuff, funny where Man, do you remember he cut a promo about, mm-hmm. like, not only is this for the tag team titles or whatever, but this is also a suck my cock match. And then everyone chanted suck my cock. <laughs> it was weird. Um, they, they got wacky with it, but yeah, it was and, so but, much but fun. But it's fun because you could tell it is very much in the vein of, like, what Mega64 does where it's like, hey, is this – let's, like, make each other laugh. Yeah. And, and they try to make each other laugh. And um, it's awesome. When I think PWG, I think my favorite memory is going. You remember hanging out with Lauren? Yeah. And uh, I think it's from Tim and uh, Excalibur and Disco Machine turned heel. Uh-huh. And then when they came out at the next show, we got up and turned around. And oh, then, yeah. yeah, do you remember that? And then uh, Holy shit. when they came by us, it was like the four or five of us up and turned, uh-huh. turning our back on them. And then they were like, they were pissed, like yeah. yelling at us and stuff. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking back at that now, I probably wouldn't do that because I don't want to be like part of the show. I just want to like go and enjoy it. Yeah. But being younger, it's like it's okay. Yeah. I guess. I loved starting Joey Ryan chants when nobody liked Joey Ryan. Oh yeah, it, there was just our little section chanting for Joey Ryan, and now he's. I mean, he's huge. Yeah. Oh, Rocky Romero oh, and Ricky yeah. Reyes. Yeah. The Pitbulls. That's right. I think they were the Pitbulls. Pit. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I want to say that was their name. They were cool. God Either way. Damn. Um. And uh. Rocky Romero is still around, and he wrestles. Do you remember Vladimir Kozlov? They... No, 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 not, not, not Vladimir Kozlov. What the fuck was his name? Vladimir Kozlov was a guy in WWE. Um, shit, it's going to kill me that I can't remember his name, and I'm not going to edit this and put it in later. Uh, they are a tag team in Japan. It was the Russian guy. Uh, he came out with, like, the Russian hat. He's just super oh, Russian. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, very they're a tag vague, team. very vaguely, they're, yeah. they're a tag team together, and I don't know. It was a lot of fun going up to L.A. and seeing those shows. Mm-hmm. I kind of – want to go now because i keep seeing like ach and rick swan and, and all these people yeah. do like crazy flips and shit and it's just a lot of fun yeah so. i think my <clears throat> my biggest memory is um the one time because we always sat in the front row we'd yep. show up two hours early yeah we, we'd show up really early like we were really big fans and, 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 and really wanted to see it and there was like there was a community of people there like we every single show same f- 20 people or, would yeah, be there yeah um, two old dogs that were just like into wrestling. This like I, I want to say they were Mexican. Yeah, they, the Mexican guy with like like yeah like a Huge goatee or something. Huge goatee yeah. and like the bit the ponytail. The ponytail, braid. yeah. And then, he was like, oh, you could tell he'd been watching wrestling yeah. for decades. And then Ricky Reyes like landed in Dominic's lap and he was sitting next yeah. to us and he was like, help him up, big man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, was it Ricky yeah. Reyes or was it a? Uh, uh, Kevin Steen. I was one of the two. Kevin Steen like sat on Dominic yeah. on, on Dominic's lap. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, well, big man!" Yeah, and he a... drank our water. Yeah, it was Kevin a lot Steen of fun. drank God, our water. It was so much fun. Frankie Kazarian, Frankie Chris Kazarian, Daniels, yeah. AJ Styles. We saw all these guys. You see, uh, we're going long on this episode now, but real quick, uh-huh. uh, I remember seeing Frankie or not Frankie Kazarian, AJ Styles against Chris Daniels in a sixty-minute match, sixty-minute mm-hmm. Iron Man match, and they went all the way. Because uh, it was for like the TNA Championship or like the ROH Championship or something, so it, it couldn't change hands. Yeah. And then the other one I remember, I think, was Daniel Bryan against Claudio Castagnoli, and it was the match where they were in the headlock the whole time. Do you remember that? It's no. it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to remember, but there was one match where 
they just worked a headlock for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And the crowd was either – half the crowd was super into it, mm-hmm. and the other half the crowd was super not into it. And then yeah. they started chanting, we want wrestling. And then the other half of the crowd started chanting, this is wrestling. Yeah. And it was a headlock for 10 minutes. <sighs> really crazy match. If you can find it online, definitely look it up because it shows you how you can tell a story in wrestling just with one move. Wow. Totally different. I totally do remember that do now. It. Yep. Wow. Totally different as like an art. Yeah. So there you go. Hey, Brian, we just wrapped up episode number six, as we've decided, yes. of the Go Home Show. What did you think of this episode? I thought it was really good. Well, that's great. I... Brian, people can reach us on Twitter. They can. At Go Home Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can reach us on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. Yes, they, they can. They can reach facebook.com mm-hmm. slash thegohomeshow. They there. can email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. There it is. Guys, you have questions, we got answers. That's a slogan for someone, but I don't remember who. Pet boys. It doesn't matter. Uh, who knows? Um, but guys, you, please email us in your questions. We took a couple. I thought they were really yeah. good. We actually took. I actually, there's more on here that I didn't have time to read. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, guys. We we ran long talking about other stuff. But email us. Contact us. Find us on iTunes. Rate and subscribe, yeah, which please. is a thing apparently. Yeah. That they want you to do is rate and subscribe. Please rate so and subscribe. Give us uh, five stars and say. Boy, these guys are best friends. Yeah. Or wrestling, I love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, make us a new Mark Marin. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Okay, by this time next week, I want to be as big, if not bigger, than WTF with Mark Marin. Please. So go ahead. Hey, hey, 25 people who are listening to this, please just go ahead and subscribe to this on iTunes yep. and get us. Uh, you guys can go to stamps.com, put in promo code WTF, and uh, check, out, check out what's going on with stamps.com. I'm going to send that stamps.com. We're going to get a sponsorship. Yes, we are. We're going to get all the stamps we can ever I hope want. so. Oh, my God. Yeah, for all that all that mail I send. <laughs> uh, Brian, that'll wrap up episode six of the Go Home Show. Yes, it does. Hey, uh, what time does uh, Pet Boys close? God damn it, Brian. It doesn't fucking matter.